You are tuned into Voice of the COVID-19 Front. This podcast is aimed at ensuring that you stay informed about how South Africans are coping during COVID-19. Now, I don't know how shocked anybody else was by the Gauteng High Court's ruling that deemed Level 3 and Level 4 regulations invalid and unconstitutional. In fact, the Gauteng High Court suspended the declaration of of the invalidity of the regulations for 14 days, giving the Ministry of Cooperative Governance and traditional affairs in, in, in consultation with other ministers, time to amend and review these regulations. We pulled in some voices to hear what they think of the High Court's ruling. So I think when you when we, we can try to consider what's level four and level three and it being classified as unconstitutional means, I think we, we got it from the onset already uh, understand that this was going to be difficult anyway. And I think understanding that they, this has kind of happened once or almost in a, a century or whatever the case may be means that it's very difficult to be able to pin this to a particular laws that are very clearly marked to uh, draw from and implement. And so in this instance, government had to go to the Disaster Management Act um, to be able to use that as a way of discerning what kind of rules and regulations need to be put in place um, so that they're able to navigate this uncertain space that they found themselves in. And I think that's important to understand. And I think the reason why I'm trying to highlight this from, uh, initially is to set the premise for why um, this is challenged in this particular way, right? So I think I think that's one thing I wanted to understand, that that was very difficult from the onset. I think the second thing for me was really around having to draw this balance and I think that the argument here that's made and the argument here that's made in the particular uh, application is that it is unconstitutional as it doesn't consider people's constitutional rights in particular ways and I think the kind of the intention there for me is very clear the intention for me almost seems like this really wants to motivate some particular interests uh, for this group, right? Uh, and, and you could almost sense that they're economical interests. I mean, the economic interests. Um, and so I think that <laughs> one always understand what the motivations are. What is also very interesting for me is that the, uh, t- the tobacco industry, for example, is pushing, uh, for a, a, a similar move. It's quite interesting for me that the tobacco company would do that because they, the product that they push really compromises the health of the nation. It's the same uh, argument around the alcohol situation, for example. Be that as it may, I think that if the government challenges this, that um, it still has to go up to the constitutional court. And I think there are enough gaps to argue that... Um, government is not entirely outside of its mandates to want to regulate and organize around these these laws in a way that really considers 
um, people's safety first and be able to prepare for the spike in the virus at a later stage. So if you were asking me what do I think about this, I think that it is selfish. I think that it's personally motivated. I think that people have their own intention and motivations for why they're pushing this. Uh, and I think they're not considering uh, all of uh, our, our health needs and why it was important for us to prepare in this way. Um, and I, I wonder whether this also kind of raises all of the other inequalities that sits here, because this is really motivated by, I, in my view, a particular class of people, a particular perspective about what's happening, um, and particular motivation. So I'm very wary of just wanting to support something like this outright in this way. Uh, yeah, so if you were to ask me, uh, I would go, yeah, well, not human-centered interests, but rather motivated by the interests, economic and otherwise. I don't know exactly what it is that um, the High Court is, is saying is unconstitutional. Um, I know Mausuba is... In the whole lockdown thing and everything limits your rights is about to like even way more than they already limited like it infringes of your right of movement and um it's sometimes especially with in, in the police force and the national defense force um assaulting people also uh to, like the right to dignity and like a whole lot of other things of other rights are uh, affected with uh, irregulations and lockdown and everything. But um, I don't know if there's an what's the alternative? That's my question. And like I'd like a list of all these things. When I read Free uh, the Citizen. Um, they, they spoke about um, a, a number of instances of irrationality in the regulations, and then Bati there's just too many of them, to to too many outlines to to mention. I mean, too many examples to mention. Um, fine, I get that, but like I would think they would give us at least one example so that we can understand. But um, it talks about the irrationality of of uh, being allowed to buy a jersey and not an undergarment or open-toed shoes and the criminalization of many of the regula re regulatory uh, measures. My, those are just small, small things about processing everything. Um, granted, like NTZ has been given 14 days to redraft, but um, Sure, yeah, Nam, I was complaining because a friend of mine could not buy um, a feeding cup for her son, but the lady uh, who was buying Pamgwake bought a, a, a bowl for her, her cat, Yabon. Those little irregularities, like Zinin and the, I don't think they could have been considered. Um, we... Like they could not have been considered, considering the the fact that this whole process uh, had to be implemented like very quickly, 
like it was a state of emergency and the smaller things then can be polished like once the state of emergency at least has been taken care of so now to say everything is unconstitutional i think it's it also like i don't know it drives i don't want to say panic but a certain perspective abandoning me because other people are not going to want to know but okay can you explain which part of the regulations are irrational and um unconstitutional they're just gonna say yeah we shouldn't be locking us down and then it's just gonna feed Ababantu who really are not staying at home like there are people running around in the streets right now I'm inside working but see there are people who are dying because of COVID-19 because they and yes they're fighting for like rights as the and I don't know, Anissa. I think, I think that the High Court could also have handled it in in a way that was not gonna cause a what is rebellion amongst the people. Now people are gonna <laughs> like Basu. They're just gonna disregard your lockdown regulations. But yeah, it's, you have got it is unconstitutional. They're gonna start doing everything that we're not supposed to be doing. And you know, but to what end? I'm rambling, but to what end? Um, health and safety to Tina who really want to be safe and um, yeah, you know, maybe they can give us a list. Like after I gave the article, Yoba, the the general announcement about they are unconstitutional and everything. Everybody released again we another press statement with a list outlining this so that we can also know, you know. We do understand in from my perspective now I do understand uh the limitation on my rights of, of movement and you know, things like that. I understand it. And if they try to e government did try to meet e rights to dignity Halfway, obviously, as we were 10 years in like three months, but they try to meet it halfway by increasing the child support grant, giving it grant year, unemployment, you know, like things are being worked on. And yeah, I don't know, like, and the Gogosasugu level, Prisaku, level four, but only now, high court is unconstitutional. When did they reach this and how? and Okay, why now? I do agree with the High Court ruling. I do think that some of the rules and regulations that have been put in place seem irrational and government are not able to explain the reasoning behind having those rules and regulations in place. I also think that in Level 3, we were supposed to be getting the economy back up and running and some businesses are, or industries are still closed, which in my view are sort of low-risk businesses, such as hairdressers and salons. For me, those industries should be allowed to operate under strict guidance from the government. So that is to say, having protocols such as hand sanitizing when you arrive at the salon, 
um, having your temperature checked, that should be a standard across all businesses. And then, of course, limiting the amount of people inside or on premises uh, per square meterage. And I think that's essentially what government should be doing is providing protocols and that makes sense um, that will effectively allow businesses to still operate because people do need to start making money again and earning a living. So uh, for me, there's a couple of things here that I uh, saw uh, after reading that particular ruling by the High Court, uh, which, you know, um, most people saw it coming uh, for the longest of time. I think uh, the lockdown was fair in the beginning, at least on level five, when everybody, every business, everybody was locked in. Uh, it was a sense of uh, the country coming together towards, you know, uh, fighting a common cause. Uh, and it was it was only essential uh, workers who were permitted to uh, be op in operation. I think the issue came when we had to move from level five to level four. Uh, I think that's where government was not rational in their thinking. Uh, a lot of things were irrational. I think, I mean, uh, taking away people's rights is one thing. If only doing so will achieve a particular right, I mean, a, a particular objective at the end of the day. Uh, but some of the things that were being, you know, proposed or implemented by governments were very irrational. Uh, I mean, they were not justifying you know, uh, the end goal of which they were trying to achieve. I mean, uh, there were very simple things which you don't know how they actually get to. Uh, for example, preventing people from buying essential stuff like clothing, or, I mean, on level five. Uh, there's so many things that people were not able to buy. And if you look at that, those things, clearly me buying slippers or me buying a stove or me buying pots does not... Limits my chances of me getting infected. So there was no thinking or no thought process uh, invested in some of the decisions that were made by government. Uh, and I guess that is a result of having a a, a a government which is highly led by politics more than people who would be uh, made up of a. More cosmopolitan uh, set up with different voices in, this, in the mix. Uh, we're led by politicians who have no background whatsoever in in in, in, in what uh, is best for the community. I mean, I mean, it's been decision after decision that has been taken by government has shown incompetence of how government is or incompetent leaders we have. Uh, from one leader making a decision and another leader turning it over. Uh, to having celebrity ministers who are more interested about exerting power, you know, they, on people more than doing what is constitutionally right. I think this is where we 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 we, we basically understand when we say the constitution is the highest law in the land, uh, and if anything 
goes against the constitution uh, it basically goes against uh, human rights it goes against uh, the basics of, of, of humanity and I guess uh, this was one of those things that basically uh, demonstrates why the constitution should be upheld at all times and uh, if rights are going to be infringed they need to be a, 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 a rational cause of, 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 of that links the means to the end so I think for me it's 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 we saw this coming uh and it's unfortunate that it had to uh i mean unfold this in the manner that it has it has unfolded and uh, unfolded uh right now so the big thing is now uh how does government come back from this particular uh ruling i mean because number one society has will definitely lose faith in the government's ability to lead the nation if governments are supposed to be upholding the constitution and they're the ones who are you know are you know not upholding the constitution in their actions then uh, that basically builds doubt on people's minds uh, and the, on people's ability uh, for the government to lead this nation uh, i mean it, it, it's it's it, it's a bit of a unfortunate situation yes Governments need to probably amend the ruling, the, 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 the legislation that they basically provided for the lockdown process. Maybe take the country to level two, uh, level one, or probably scrap the whole thing altogether. You know, uh, I, I'm not too sure what they will come up with in the next two weeks. They do also have an, an a, a, a option, maybe a shot at going to the Supreme Court to overturn the ruling of the High Court. I mean, because after all, it is the High Court that has basically given this ruling. Uh, the big thing is that it's a constitutional matter, and constitutional matters, which are clear-cut, uh, mostly don't have a chance in, in, in appealing. So, so yeah, I think I mean I think it's a it's, it's a big lesson for us as a country. I mean, not just to leave uh, such important decisions onto the hands of politicians uh, and and celebrity. Uh, an executive that is made up of, of, of celebrities who are more interested in, in, in being on social media talking without actually applying their minds onto anything that they basically have been doing. So, uh, yeah, I think level three uh, and four, businesses need to basically claim, if, if this ruling goes over all the way, business will need to claim from government uh, all the losses they've, been, they've incurred during this lockdown period. Yeah, those are my thoughts. Oop, there it is. From the mouths of young people, straight to you. I suppose we're going to have to look out to see if this goes to constitutional court or the necessary amendments are made. Follow our social media pages for updates. It is at civil society underscore. In the month of June, we are running a campaign called Youth Against COVID-19. So look out for the hashtag and do make sure that you pull us in should you have any updates yourself. It's been Kanye Boy. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast.